Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And uh, this is the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Every and one. I think we're, what, what'd you say? Every single one. We're every not leaving single any one. Um, and I think we're about to really start getting into some pretty high octane DBZ Kai territory, if you know what I mean, because this is- uh, 100%. I'm extremely hyped. Good shit. This is episode 29, first up for the Ginyu Force, Guldo's Time Freeze. And I don't know about you guys, but this whole sequence of, like, Goku, Krillin, uh, no, sorry, uh, Gohan, Krillin, Vegeta versus the Ginyu Force is, like, so cemented in my memory from childhood. I was going to follow up and just ask, does anyone else have this just, like, from here on out? Just, like, I know this almost. Like, I got to be the odd man out here. Uh, this This was mostly new to me, and I loved it. Yeah, this oh, this awesome. part of the, this part of the show for for a lot of us who watched on Toonami back in the day is cemented in our memory as oh, right. as uh, being like pretty much we're right up at uh, against the part where the show got to the to to a, to a point where it would be right in the middle of some really crazy stuff and then it went right back to the beginning in the first episode. This is pretty much the end of what I used to call the Raditz Raccoon loop. <laughs> that's, like that's, a a, super... that's the scientific term a little bit too yeah. much r and r you feel like there was uh, like an evil villain who like set this up to be that way yeah you were essentially in hell when that happened you guys don't remember yes. this. Yeah, that was a punishment home for, infinite for something losers, yes. you did <laughs> um so let's get right into it um I have to admit, I was kind of a naughty boy, and I got up and did other things while the intro was Oh, playing. come on. Uh, yes. Are, so are me and Max Kostrak now the only people committed to this? this... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are you, are you chiding me right now for, for abdicating my duties? I mean, you, admit, you just said it yourself. Abdicating. I did abdicate. So I submit now myself for punishment before the Zenkai Beast and, Council. And, okay, and I'm slamming the gavel down on my on my on my uh, desk here. Bang bang! You are sentenced to five extra viewings of the intro, <laughs> start to finish, in a row. <laughs> when we're done here, that's what you have for, to do. Forgive me, Goku, for I have sinned. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. By the way, I'm now fully committed to the the Ed Elric headcanon that we <laughs> developed in the in the last episode for this godforsaken opening. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was a documentary and Ed Elric went on to be a voice actor afterwards. That's the if you've missed it. He's he's just really really tired after all of that fighting with with a weird demon god <laughs> thing. So he's he's just vegging out on the couch singing along with his favorite TV show, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yes. 
Edward Elric's favorite TV show, Dragon Ball Z Kai. This one picks up uh, right after the Ginyu Force dance. Like, the, the instant, like, this is zero seconds pass between the end of the last episode and the beginning of this one. Um, Frieza's still kind of embarrassed by what just happened in front of him. <laughs> Very unimpressed. He basically uh, gives him the rundown, like, you guys, um, uh, free Vegeta's out there, he's got my balls and I would like them back, please. <laughs> Get my balls he's back! <laughs> He's he's he. I've been. He says he's been working ever so hard to obtain. Has he? Them. Has he been working that a hard? lot of standing around drinking wine? Yes. <laughs> uh, so Ginyu asks what Frieza wants them to do with Frieza. I mean, with Vegeta. I'm going to do this so many times this episode, and Frieza just tells him to have fun. Great killer line. Yeah. Um, I also noticed at this point, they all activate their scouters to go ahead and say, oh, there's Vegeta, like right away solving that problem they had. Uh, yes, exactly. They, also, the Ginyu Force solves the problem. The, these beep, these these scouters are beeping constantly throughout this scene, and it just seems kind of rude to Frieza that they're all on their scouters. <laughs> it's like five guys looking down at their phones while their boss tells them what to do. And the phones are also going like louder than their boss is talking. This is the problem with Google less guys. Uh, really takes you out of the real experience. What apps do you think are on the scouters? I know for a fact, probably every member of the Ginyu force has snake and gets really competitive about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raccoon is probably a big flappy bird fan. Mm -hmm. That seems like his speed. We did uh, we did speak too soon. Also, Jace does have some kind of accent. Oh, not it's just some Australian. kind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Can anyone replicate it? It's awful. Uh, I, I'd have to leer it again or else I would. That You can say that about a lot of what comes out of Jace's mouth. Like the sound of it and the words and the way that they're written and just... Now, is it just me or are these boys a lot cartoonier in this cut than they were in the original draft i couldn't Dragon tell Z. you uh, there were a couple times during this episode where i put on the subtitles just to see what the original line was it was uncomfortably close oh no uh, yeah has dragon ball z always been like this <laughs> jace drops off the brand new scouters uh and there's this amazing reprise of the Ginyu Force theme as they like shout in a circle and line up by height. This this brought me flashbacks. This is exactly what any theater troupe does behind stage before any kind of performance. <laughs> and it is they are it's psyching themselves dance. up and getting loosey goosey. And then they blast off. <laughs> leaving, all, all at once. Leaving my favorite face of this episode, Frieza just sort of <laughs> staring. Like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Frieza's like, did I make the right choice? Did I hire these people? <laughs> these are my top guys. <laughs> He's reevaluating contracts in his head at that moment. Does, <laughs> does everyone do a weird dance before He's they fly He's really missing Zarbon right now. Should they be? Should I be? Uh, <laughs> I feel like Frieza's a lot more tolerant than we give him credit. Well, if you swear loyalty to him is the thing. Yeah. Uh, quick check in with Goku. Uh, 20 minutes before he touches down. Wow. So this episode he should get there, right? Yeah, should be at the very end of this episode when he arrives. And by the way, he opens his closet, looks at all the new clothes King Kai got for him. Answers a question I had. 
then the clock says it's 10 minutes to Namek. So, I mean, Goku should be getting there before the before the intermission. Shoot. I mean, considering yeah. how quickly we went from 20 minutes to 10 minutes, it's got to be like almost almost immediately after this, right? And I would honestly love to see a countdown timer like in the in the corner of the episode. <laughs> Goku's arrival. I want to watch that edit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I do want to note here before we move on from Goku is he mentions that King Kai provided him with all these clothes. And I love how predictive that is. Like, I know he's going to get these blasted off six or seven times. <laughs> Better give him some extra. I bet he's going to spill some sport drink on that. So. <laughs> so I don't understand the layout of the ship. Oh, you're not alone, Blaine. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Like, I, I It's basically a TARDIS. It seems to yes, be built really using non-Euclidean geometry. Like, <laughs> like, I don't want to linger on it, but I just had to say that at some point. Oh, oh, there's one really important thing that happens here also. Goku does have space madness. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> wait, wait, he what? talks about how he feels very calm and how strange that is and says the words, I feel nothing, as he stares out the window. <laughs> And he asked if, if training under 100 times gravity knocked a few screws loose. So wow. the Goku we know, the Goku we know and love, the one with a head injury, now may have gone even a little bit crazier. So so really, when you think about it, this arc um, boils down to a madman fighting a drunk in space. <laughs> um... It- <laughs> He's in my notes. I wrote down that he's very zen, but I like this interpretation better. Space madness. Um. So Vegeta and and the boys are hightailing it back to where Vegeta hid the balls, so that they can get there before the Ginyu Force does. Uh. But <laughs> speaking of the Ginyu Force, literally the second before they show up at the balls, Captain Ginyu cuts Vegeta off and lands <laughs> right in front of them. Wow. They're mine. They're not. <laughs> And uh, the, it seems to me from the from the talk that's going on here is that uh, Vegeta has some sort of relationship with these people like he they know of him. That's clear. Yeah. This whole scene, by the way, this is a wild scene. A lot is going to about just, to happen. Just FYI. Yeah, this is pretty nuts. Uh, Ginyu, Ginyu opens up with some exceptionally goofy math banter. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, he says, we've got five, you've got two. I'm no mathematician, but I'd say that adds up. I, I went back and counted this out. I, I used the timestamp on the video. Ginyu Force, after this happens, they laugh collectively for 13 seconds. <laughs> and, and Kevin, you noted one of my favorite lines in the whole episode here. <laughs> there's a pause. There's a there's a pause after they all laugh. And then Raccoon comes in with, you are a genius. <laughs> Guys, the thing is, I love the Guinea Force. Yes, me too. I wish so badly that it had smash cut to any other scene immediately <laughs> after that line. Yeah. <laughs> Goku again staring off into the depths of space, no completely blank expression. Hands slightly on the window. Yeah. <laughs> we see him from behind, but you can see his face reflected. Yeah. One tear. Deep, deep, deep focus. Uh, Krillin notices that all of these dudes are strong as fuck. He's Every freaking out one of them. as usual. This is Krillin's yeah. new thing. Yeah, Krillin's new thing is is completely bugging out about the fact that he's weak as hell. Which, <laughs> which I'm not going to say isn't a smart move. I, I feel like if I was in that position, <laughs> I would be freaking out. Uh, Guldo is the first one to kind of step forward. Guldo is the little fellow with the with the multiple eyes. Yeah, four yeah, eyes. The, the strange, the, the like 
Vegeta starts to mouth off, and then Goldo squares up in this weird, like, <laughs> shuffling sidestep. Like, I like, um, what the fuck are you doing, guy? This is crazy. I love everything Vegeta calls Goldo. Um, <laughs> call, first, he calls him Stinky. <laughs> Which Goldo gets so mad at, he starts to like advance towards them, and Raccoon grabs him by the head. <laughs> so I clearly, like the moments where they're friends, where, where the yes. new force is like bonding with each other. They have obviously worked together for too long. Yes, <laughs> it's it's clear though that Goldo is something of a whipping boy in this group. Yeah, he's the so, he's the butt of every joke. So I, I gotta ask you guys about an anime trope, and that is the power of friendship. And I feel like it should apply to them. No, power oh, of friendship yes, does not force. apply to villains. That's that's a that's another anime trope. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, um, <clears throat> before Guldo steps really steps forward, uh, to to actually go, uh, Vegeta has a plan. Uh, he notes that the Ginyu Forces scouters cannot track Dragon Balls, only people. And so he jumps up and throws one as far as he possibly so can. So smart. Solved. What a good move. I mean, it, it's definitely something like, and for like doing that within like the few seconds that he has is, yeah. Really it's a, a yeah, it's a very good plan. plan. And so this is really, uh, this is a big wrench in the, the Ginyu squad's uh, whole operation here. Uh, they, they just, there's no way they're going to find that quickly. Um, you know, and before Kevin is done with his sentence, Birder has already grabbed it and returned. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. I loved how they used, like, to show his speed instead of him just being, like, like, like phasing in and back. They slow down everyone else. And, you mm -hmm. just watch and there's kind of a blue turn. tint. Like, they do the, they do, they use a lot of methods to communicate how fast Birder is moving right here. And Ginyu is the first one to, to indicate that Birder, uh, according to his estimation, is the fastest being in the universe. Which, I, mean, I don't know, he's pretty fast, but I mean, we'll see. I have a lot of questions about this, though, okay? Because, all right, let's get to it. Like, all right, Captain Ginyu is noted to be um, massively more powerful than than the rest of these. Oh, uh, yeah, by uh, a huge degree, so, according to Chrome. So, obviously, he's going to be faster. Well, is he? Now, like, is speed separate from power? I don't Key seems to have, uh, uh, it, you know... It does seem uh, to boost some, both, but I'm, I'm saying if this guy specifically is maybe a speed demon, I mean, well, I mean, maybe, but we're looking at like, like, nope. like, look at like Krillin and Gohan, both uh, uh, notably uh, increase in, in their flight speed uh, after they get their powers raised by the Grand Elder. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying key doesn't make you fast. He does have no hair and he has nothing to kind of slow. Oh, so he's down. very like, aerodynamic. <laughs> he's got that. Maybe he's got that it? Olympic diver thing going on. Yeah. That's what the horns are for. They really they cut through the air right in the beginning. Also, after um, this happens, they do laugh again for too long. <laughs> They're such good friends. Yeah, we're boys. having fun together. <laughs> and um, so the next move here that Vegeta comes up with is not to throw the Dragon Ball away, but to just outright destroy one of them. Which, wow, he is desperate if he's if he's doing that. Very. He tells Krillin to destroy the ball, and Krillin does not even consider that this is a uh, essentially... A big rock made of magic um, <laughs> and just tries to fucking punch it. I think it would have worked. I don't know if it would have worked. I think he would have. I think he would have broken his hand. Broken his hand? Yes. Um, 
but as you can tell by the tense we've used in this conversation, it doesn't work. Um, and in again, time seems to slow down. And before Krillin can make contact with the ball, it just vanishes. And we see that Goldo is holding it. Yeah, now. Vegeta calls Whoops. Goldo the fat little blob that can stop time. <laughs> That's what it says on Goldo's resume, actually. Yeah. Raccoon hacked into his into his LinkedIn and put that there. Somebody is they've, they've been they've been editing his his Wikipedia entry. <laughs> this is when Jay speaks up, I think, right? Oh, oh yes, God. this is one of Jace's first major lines. Ginyu says oh, we're gonna have some fun with you. Uh, and J I don't remember the full line. Does anybody remember Jace's full line? I have the full here? line, and it's and when he says "good time," he doesn't mean braid each other's hair and play dress up. He means we're going to beat you up. <laughs> in fact, in the it uh, in in my version, he says "murder." Yes, we're gonna in, in murder my version, you. he also said he means we're going to murder you. <laughs> Which I mean, either way, God, the, I gro I audibly groaned. That is. <laughs> Barn on the worst line in the sh in the series so far. I laughed out loud at I that. I actually did laugh out loud. Yeah, actually. same. <laughs> Why? Why is that the first place his mind went when he when he thought good time? Well, you see, Kevin, the the Ginyu Force is not smart people. <laughs> I feel like they all played sports growing up and got hit really. They hard. got some head injuries. They got that CTE thing. Did you see the look Ginyu gave Jace? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Ginyu, oh he was God. having the same thought as Kevin, honestly. Yeah, Ginyu hated that line as much as I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ginyu is the one who says, hey, look, you know, we got to get, we got a job to do. Leave Vegeta for me. Uh, you guys go, you guys play rock, paper, scissors for the Earthlings. And they are so mad about this. Yeah. <laughs> They're very upset. They don't like this. He's dealing with a possible mutiny. Uh, so he decides, okay, fine, 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 uh, compromise. I'm going to take the Dragon Balls to Frieza. The rest of you do whatever you want. And he has that power to just make them levitate too. Yes, he too is psychic. I love how they decide how to how to divvy up Vegeta and the uh, and yes. Gohan and Krillin here. Uh, they resort to rock, paper, scissors between the four of them with <laughs> yes. a wonderful running gag of them tying every single time. Now, what I love about this is in the original cut that I watched as a child, the they just shouted rock, paper, scissors over and over again, like every time they tied. Mm -hmm. And like that they would do it differently, like rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> uh, but now they go rock, paper, scissors, tie, go again, tie, go again, tie, go again. <laughs> I can't decide which one's funnier, but they're both good. I like that this implies that this happens often. Yes, this is how they solve every problem. <laughs> I just love them so much. So they just sort of keep keep going at it um, for a little while, uh, and we learn that Raccoon and Goldo have been the winners. Uh, Raccoon uh, honorably lets Goldo go first. And Goldo is going against uh, Gohan and Krillin. Yes. So Goldo versus Gohan and Krillin. I love this moment where um, I, I can't even actually remember who says it, but they go, aw, they're making a plan as, as <laughs> Vegeta, like, sort of helps out Krillin. Have we have we noted yet uh, Raccoon is absolutely the creepiest motherfucker? Oh, yeah. I mean, we should. We we have to note how creepy Raccoon is because he's bit. He looks like a, just a normal big man. 
He's such an odd duck. Oh my god! When when they decide when they're when they're trying to to split up, who's gonna fight who? Uh, and Goldo asks what the what the the stakes of the rock paper scissors are. Goldo says, "So the winner will get Vegeta, and the loser will get." And then we get a close like a zoom close up on Raccoon's face. Uh, with a, a really unnerving expression on his face, and with creepy intensity in his voice, he yells, "The rest, make him a set!" <laughs> oh my gosh! Raccoon oh, got like extremely flanderized between the first run of DBZ and what we have now, because it used to be he just had kind of a silly voice, but now he has a silly voice, and he's a like a big like he's kind of like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. If Lenny was a sociopath. Yeah, yes. if, if Lenny was, like, a, a, a serial killer. Lenny plus uh, fucking uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if I'm not mistaken, that's where the intermission falls in this episode. Yes, it is. Am I right? So I'm going to have to ask you all to lend me your energy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the intermission of Zenkai Boost. Uh, this is where uh, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening, uh, because your listenership is what gives us the strength and power to go on and defeat Frieza. Um, yeah, I'd like to say for- our, 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 our listeners who've been with us for a while, we're going to go ahead and send all the energy we just collected, send that over to you. Anyone new, stick around for a while, you'll get some of that too. You, you'll you'll get the overflow and it'll all be good. Uh, if in case you're curious, the music for our show is by a guy named Friedrich Hobbitler. You can find him on YouTube at Cody Game Music, where he does a lot of other DBZ covers and cool stuff like and that. And it's all really good. Go check it out seriously. And, and Max, where's the cover art? Uh, that is from Come my from. little sister Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. She does a lot of fun art. And you can commission her there. Uh, I want to say thanks again for all of your support. Just listening is really amazing. Uh, it's it's fantastic to me that you guys have stuck with us through 29 episodes. Um, if you want to help us out, we don't pay to advertise. We don't pay a lot to advertise. We do Facebook posts every once in a while. But uh, the best thing for us is if you recommend the show to your friends, leave ratings on iTunes or Stitcher or we're on Google Play now. So leave a rating on Google Play. And if you feel like making a material contribution to help us cover the cost of hosting the show, you can go to bit.ly slash zbtipjar and leave us a couple of bucks. Obviously, we don't expect you to, but if you did, I would kind of be floored by your generosity. Uh, And with that, uh, I think we have enough energy to go on for the rest of the episode. Yes. I'm removing my weighted training clothes. Let's get started. I'm going to take off my chin chin. Oh, whoa. hitting the ground. A normal man would be dead by now. (laughs) Um, so the fight kind of begins, uh, Guldo, uh, Krillin and Gohan right off the jump are blasting their power levels and everyone is kind of surprised by this. The Ginyu force is. Yeah. And I, I was actually kind of surprised by it too. I thought the arc of this fight was going to be, they get their asses kicked over and over again. And they start (laughs) out pretty competent here with a plan ready to go. Yeah. The, the, um, we do get we do get shots of of each of the other uh, Ginyu Force members, and they all look pretty stunned by this. They do mention, which I thought was an interesting bit, is that they are like, "Oh, this must be something related to their race that they can do this." Because mm. it's always uh, they say something along the lines of like, "The only other way that people do stuff by this is through transformation." Yeah, yes, Bur- that's Burder, Burder says, uh, "I've got I've I've got the line here because I thought it was interesting too." Uh, he says. They can raise and lower their power levels without transforming. What a weird species. 
that's so interesting to me because we also have not really like mentioned transforming at all. I feel like this is the first um, time anyone has brought up the T word. Well, well I mean, Zarbon. Vegeta. Yep. Oh, and, yeah, Zarbon. And, and Vegeta. <laughs> um, so they fire off two big blasts uh, simultaneously. And Guldo, th- this time we get to see him do his thing from his own perspective. He takes in a big breath and points up in the air, and then everything goes sepia tone, and time has frozen. Uh, I would like to say he he then avoids the blast coming right at him in a very lame way. (laughs) He definitely knows no one is watching, and he sort of scrambles out of the way. I guess he can't fly while doing it. It, it seems maybe it could be an effort thing. The limitation is revealed right here, where it is how long he can hold his breath. Um, and which is not that long. It's, it yeah, doesn't appear to be think that long. He would train that. Yeah. So he he takes a big breath, pauses time, and runs out of the way. And now, while he looks up, he notices that they've already they're already running a plan on him. Um, they ha- they vanished as soon as they fired, and we're gonna run to to cut him off. But he sees this and he gets to a good vantage point. Um, is this where he accidentally? This is not, no, not he, just he turns no, back no. first. So he. He he's like okay, I'm ready to go. He's running out of breath, and he lets it. He lets his air out, and time returns. And of course, big boom. They they notice that he's gone. But they find him pretty quick. Yeah. He, well, he sticks out a little bit. <laughs> he is really incompetent throughout. Yeah, all Blaine. This, I I was part. just reading that, at, and this is <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> this is very embarrassing. Uh, he just sort of gets out of the way of their next big attack, which is like a really big attack again. But he fucks up. Yeah. Uh, he tries to get in place for a retaliation while time is frozen, and then the ground collapses underneath him, and he lets his air out. out of him. How would the ground... F- I, 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 I don't know, a- Blaine. I think the I think the, 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 the like environment is teaming up against Goldo right now. He does say, oh, crap, <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> After which he, he just barely dodges a... a, a Kamehameha and Masenko tag team. Uh, so this is where Rakum threatens to kick Goldo off the team if he doesn't the, start no, performing. No, no, he, he does threaten to also to make him sit at the kitty table. And that lunch. implies He's, there's a kitty table! Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who among these men has a child? Rakum? Rakum has one Rakum has one buried in his basement, probably. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's such a funny bit. So Gulo does, he's not completely without recourse. He has a secret weapon and he's about to bust it out. We got to talk about this secret weapon. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, magic. I'm really glad. Uh, so he, he really concentrates and he does this kind of like crouching tiger, hidden dragon pose with his hands and he shouts like, just like very upsetting, like lots of veins bulging out, lots of. Um, uh, what's it called? Bloodshot he's, eyes, he's four bloodshot gross. eyes. And uh, Krillin and Gohan get totally frozen where they are by this weird blue field. It's called a paralyzed spell. Yes, he refers to it as a spell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Extremely interesting. Goldo is a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> a time mage. Rukum calls it a para- paralysis trick and not a paralysis spell. Kind of making fun of Goldo in that sense. Yes. My, my big question here is how, aside from the fact that he does, he is able to breathe while this is going on, why is this more advantageous than the time freeze? It lets him show off 
for people to see, but uh. they would still see. Like, I, I imagine, like, I said, I'm on team, like, freeze everything, do what you need to, then unfreeze. That probably looks a lot cooler than having people watch you do your dumb <laughs> finisher. Stupid bullshit paralysis spell and um i want to note how ineffective he is even while they're paralyzed because yes, the first thing yes, he does yes. is, is summon a bunch of rocks together but not before he shouts that he's going to show them what happens when they embarrass him in front of the boys <laughs> the guinea boys i'm pretty sure he's embarrassing himself the entire time we were gonna, we were gonna crack open a cold one, but you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the boys are back in town, guys. These are the boys. These are the titular boys. They are back in town. That song should have been playing this entire fight. Um, Vegeta is just washing. Yeah, well, it's not his fight, right? Oh, so that that reminds me of something. Actually, I wanted to bring up. It's really weird that like like they divide and um uh, what's his name is gonna go for Vegeta. I thought it was weird that both fights don't commence at the same time. Well, they want to watch each one, right? Is that how yeah, they, they're supporting their friends? <laughs> well, well, supporting uh, though it's more like taunting him from the sidelines. This is kind of like hazing what's going on right now. Yeah, to gold with Goldo, uh, he. <laughs> His big move, though, is he takes a tree and he turns it into essentially a giant stake. He calls it a big old scary stick. He does. He does call it that. <laughs> and he starts very slowly moving the big sharp stick towards Krillin and Gohan. He's being a, a real shit about it. Yes, He's a, a huge <laughs> dick about it. He's like, why aren't you moving? It's going to get you. <laughs> like the instant. Before it makes connection, like he he does the sort of slow taunt and then he actually throws it at Krillin. The instant before it hits Krillin, Vegeta shoots a beam through Goldo's neck, decapitating him. This caught me by surprise. Oh, it's a great moment. We just see this like thin blue laser go through Goldo's neck and <laughs> his head falls off. Y you know, for kids. Which, by <laughs> the way, if this works, if you could just do this with a beam. Why do we ever do anything else? Yeah. Why are there beams... any other beams other than the decapitation beam? <laughs> beams make no sense to me because it feels like they're blunt and then randomly they can become sharp. You know what else makes no sense to me? Uh, Goldo appears to be only mildly inconvenienced by having he his head so cut off. annoyed. Goldo's head can keep whining even while separate from his body. I think he shouts at one point. He I think does. he's actually able to raise his voice while he is decapitated. He doesn't even die until Vegeta blows his head up. I also love here that Vegeta mentions that he never agreed to the rules which is just such a fucking Vegeta thing to say. That should be engraved yeah. on his tombstone. He's I never cool agreed to follow the rules. <laughs> That's a tattoo on his back. Goldo, in his, in his final words, bemoans how embarrassing this is. And Vegeta, <laughs> Vegeta assures him, you won't have to feel that way for long. <laughs> Boom. Also, Vegeta gets extremely tsundere after this because Krillin and Gohan are like, hey, thanks. And he says, do you think I care whether you live or die? <laughs> Look how much I don't care. Every, everyone is everyone is freaking out about this, but it turns out that they're only upset because Goldo's absence throws off their the balance of their group pose. And they do a pose right then to test it, which I and love. Of course, they don't like it. Rakum hates it. And Go, isn't it Go? Gohan's just the entire time, pretty much like us, just like what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. 
Should we leave? (laughs) (laughs) Which of the Ginyu boys says, we worked really hard on that pose, and now we're going to have to come up with a new one. I think that's Rakum says that. I want to say, yeah, Rakum, the captain's going to have to come up with a new one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jason Birders start rock, paper, scissors again to see who gets to kill Krillin and Gohan. Uh, but Raccoon decides it's time for the match against Vegeta. And Vegeta has a pretty bad feeling about it. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh, and, and I want to note here that we do cut to Goku. And he, according to the narrator, I think here, is moments away. <laughs> moments, which means like five or six so episodes. Start probably? of the next episode, maybe? Yeah, well, right? Like Im- immediately? Well, um, also... How long did that entire, like, this fight bit really take? Oh, in the original? Well, we know it didn't take 10 minutes. It took somewhat less yeah. than 10 minutes, yes. Uh, also, uh, I didn't watch, like, the uh, on next time episode bit, but, like, a little bit beforehand, we get a really nice parallel to see the size difference oh, between yeah. the three versus three that I loved. Yeah, Vegeta, the shortest Saiyan, along with Krillin, the shortest human, and Gohan, a five-year-old. A child. Uh, next to these dudes who are like at, well, Jace is pretty small, but Raccoon and Birder are like 12 heads tall each. The small versus the tall. Uh, preview has some pretty gnarly stuff in it. Um, yeah, this next episode is going to be good. Oof. Yikes. Oh yeah. Um, things are, things are going to get pretty rough for our heroes. Um, so, uh, let's get started with those favorite moments. So right now we are, we are competing against the, the Ginyu pose. The Ginyu force rules. Ginyu force rules. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I don't think that I think that's going to win but for me I just love Jace like taking the time to just to tell them oh, that they're not going to braid hair he's going to murder them uh <laughs> that's my, probably Jace's idea of fun yeah, braiding his hair you're right my favorite vegeta ambushing goldo and then his one liner before blowing up his head <laughs> how about you max i got to give it to the decapitation like the, the the moment it happens, so good. Yeah, same same with me. Uh, just because, like, w- everything that follows that was such a, like, it was such a, if you'll pardon the pun, a head trip for me <laughs> when Goldo yeah. continued to speak and curse Vegeta. Of course, Ginyu Force rules. So so we can't, I don't know if, it, do y'all think any of those would beat Ginyu Force rules no. in a one-on-one? <laughs> Okay, mm. I, I do think that there's a minor contender I didn't think about. Watching them prep to fly was pretty good. But not better than the, the rose pose. Yeah, no. No, no it's got yeah, gotta gotta give it to Guinea Force rules still. Guinea Force rules, Rose Guinea pose. Guinea Force rules. Guys, I would watch a fucking TV show about the Guinea Force. Oh, what a what a good <laughs> spin-off that would be. Everything would that be happens amazing before spin-off. they get dynamic. What if it was like a how you met your mother or like friends scenario? Fucking God, how I met <laughs> how I met your Ginyu Force. <laughs> how I met your Ginyu. Uh, <laughs> so um, episode twenty nine of Kai ends in the same place as episode episode sixty three of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, a lot of chaff gets cut out um, between the uh, this episode and the next one of DBZ Kai. Yeah, these 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 particular fights we've we've cut down a lot. Uh, the Raccoon fight coming up in particular, uh, we we lose. There was like four episodes in the original DBZ. Whoa! Right? It felt it was a slog. Yeah, and you get to, you lucky ducks get to watch all of it at once. How nice. Uh, I feel like that's about that's about going to do it for us today, yeah? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, well, you know, once again, thank you so much for listening. It really is, like, incredibly heartening that you've stuck with us for 29 episodes of Zenkai Boost. 
you can find us online on Stitcher, on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give us a rating if you're feeling inclined. And uh, we'll see you next Friday. Till then, my name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. Remember, power levels don't matter. 